All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here with another one of the bullpen guys. How we doing today, ladies? How we doing? Alive. We're alive. Yeah, same. We're here. Chalupa, how we doing? I'm here, sleepy, but barely here. You done with cars today? Uh, uh, I'm in the middle of one. Got, got, got the inside left to do, but we're chilling. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So let's let's get some results from our from our poll today of our of our snake draft from last week. Let's see who's winning in the. Our, uh, what was it? Our jersey draft. I honestly didn't even know that we had a Twitter poll. Yeah, I put it up today. <laughs> Wow. You might have to get on the tweeter, the tweeter game, Tater. I don't know about that, but uh, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and guarantee I got a win on this one. So. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, there are six votes. We have 10 hours and 27 minutes left on the poll. Okay. And right now, drum roll, please. Wait, how many followers do we have so we can see how, much, how, how many percentage of our uh... – Followers voted. We have ten say not followers. Too good. Okay. We have ten followers and six so people 60%, voted. Sixty percent. That's great. We're hitting six interaction. We're hitting six hundred. I'll take it. All right. So I'm going to start with uh, who got who's in first place. So that would be Flora with fifty percent of the votes. Yes, sir, baby. Tater, you came in at a smooth thirty-three percent. And nice. uh, I got ripped to shreds in both the comments and the poll at uh. <laughs> yeah. He got yeah. He got his mentions got lit up for his uh right. soccer jersey take. That's okay. I told <laughs> I had a layup <laughs> and I blew it by picking yes, an did. MLS team. So, yeah, but you know what? Help. It's also soccer, so we'll move on from that one. He's got. He's got. Chalupa's job is to bring up MLS in this chat. We're gonna yeah, give him his my, own segment. Job. We're gonna give him his own segment called uh, "Talking Soccer." The rise of the... thirty seconds to just let soccer the... eat. Taking taking MLS from the ashes, rising it into the national spotlight. Just that is that is the goal. Just piece by piece, Loop is gonna bring it to the top. I respect that. That segment is gonna start next week. Tulip is going to bring up MLS, and I'm going to tear down the NBA. <laughs> One podcast at a time. By the time we're done here, literally the NBA will be nothing but ashes. It's going to burn LeBron, it. LeBron, never heard of it. No. Nope. By the that? time we're done with it, it'll just be one player per team, which it pretty much already is. So we'll just move on before I get too heated again. Continue. Welcome. All right. Welcome. Welcome in. To the bullpen. All right. Since you know bullpen, since we're bullpen guys, our job is not until later into games, right? No, our job our job starts when we get there because we are the lifeblood that runs through Correct. the You're right. That's my mistake. Because everyone knows that the starting five are all mental cases. And the bullpen guys pretty much just – we bring the life. You're right. Starting at stretching. Okay. But when the game starts, we're not in until – what? The fifth, maybe the earliest? Um, you would hope. If anything before yeah. that, anything before that, um, you can't really, can't expect the bullpen to pull you out of that one. Well, 
a lot of the a lot of the time and time talking in the bullpen is a lot of these just dumb drafts like we did last week with the jerseys, right? So right. we're probably going to do a lot of just opening up the shows with these dumb drafts because that's a lot of what bullpen talk is. Just passing the time by with these dumb competitions with your buddies. Like, cause this is pretty much only what just dumb guys do is just argue with their friends. And usually when you bring up a topic, it's already a heated one as is. So as the conversation moves forward, it just leads to further conversation and it leads to further bickering. And then by the time you're done, by the time you're packing up your locker and you're ready to go to Marathon to pick up a case or a rack or hit Chipotle for a burrito, like it's a complete 180. You don't even remember what the start was about, but you just remember that last comment. So today's draft, we're doing a create your perfect fast food meal. So Mm -hmm. we're going with one Mm -hmm. entree, a side, a drink, a dessert, and then we're going to include a breakfast entree as well. Okay? Okay. In today's snake order draft, we got... Question. Yes. Before we get too too in depth, are we going? Are we going any order, or are we starting with a particular item and working our way down the menu? Any order, free for all. Any order, like I want some stabbing, some backstabbing. Okay. Okay. And are we also considering Moe's, Chipotle, Subway, Jimmy John, Jersey Mike's? I'd say they have to have a drive-through to be considered fast food, in my opinion. But what if they deliver? What about the order online concept? And you just pick it up. That opens the floodgates. That's technically Hmm. fast food. Technically. Technically. It does. That also opens the door for like Olive Garden and like. No, that's a sit down restaurant. That's a factual sit down restaurant. Okay. Because like literally the, the concept of fast food is like within, hopefully, by the time you order your food, your food should be out to you within what? Under five minutes? Plus, when you go to like a Chipotle or Moe's or Jimmy John's Jersey Mike's, you're not sitting down. You order there, you eat the sandwich, and you're not sitting down there for a good hour. Like you're sitting down at an Olive Garden or you're not getting nice glass no free of vino. ads. Not yeah. getting a vino. You're not getting the dessert menu. You're not getting the no double sheesh. espresso. A little biscotti on the side. You know, you gotta, you gotta get, gotta get up and move. You gotta go do something. Okay. So we're including yeah. those like you I watch your food get made. I'd say that's considered fast food because it's like you said, it's being made in front of you. It's quick. It's easy. It's not like you're placing an order and a cook has to bring it out to you. Okay. So does that, does that that. increase anybody's menu that they have written down? No, no, no. No, I'm pretty much behind in. in. Are you guys going to pick fast food places that you've never been to? Are you guys going to pick an in and out double, double? Yeah. I've been to in and out. I've had a double, double. Brayden. I think you haven't, I've never been there. I think if you haven't been there, like if you guys have eaten a Whataburger, you can say Whataburger because you've had okay. it if you like it. If you've never been there, how do you know you like it? Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. So, did I talk about, did I say the order? The snake chops order? Yeah. Reiterate it just one more time. Just in case. All right. No, I so, the in. order, the order is Flora Tater Chalupa. And it is a snake draft, remember, so we do not want to get lost. All right. 
So thank God I have this first pick because this place this is pretty much the only place I eat at. Uh, I'm gonna go with the number one no pickle Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A sauce, Buffalo. Like, come on now, staple. Next, I mean, what, you're, what else? You're going just, you're going just the chicken sandwich, no pickles. I'm on going it. just no pickles on it, with Chick Fil A sauce and Buffalo sauce. I mean, there's nothing to explain about it. Is that are you going like fifty fifty or are you going like a little bit I do, more? I, I usually do a bite. I do dip a Chick Fil A, eat, and then I do a dip of Buffalo, eat, dip a Chick Fil A, eat. Okay, so you don't you don't like put a one in the sandwich. You're a different. Oh no, yeah. Maybe just a little sprinkle on top for bite. You're a dip no. guy. I'm a straight I'm up. A, dip. I'm a straight. Open it up, plop it down, spread it with the bun. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's going in there anyway. Yeah, I'm an animal. I can't help it. Class the flavor. If well, I don't, don't have sauce on my face when I'm done, that's not worth eating. <laughs> that's like your wing. It's like my wing attitude when I go to eat wings. If you don't need to take a shower after eating chicken wings, then why'd you go? Or pooping. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good point. All right. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with a Chipotle burrito. I, I don't care what is in it, but just the sheer happiness I get after that second bite. Because the first bite is mm. when you get that folded wrapped tortilla yeah, in there. Yeah, all bread. The second one. And then you really start to get all the goodies out there. And it really makes me happy when I pick the sour cream side and not the rice side, because they still, after all these years, haven't figured out how to actually get the sour cream mixed Excellent. in with the rice. So it's like dry, moist, dry, moist. And it always is a, it's, it's always a game. So I'm going to go with any Chipotle burrito. All right. Have so you had the first. vinaigrette at Chipotle? I have. Mm. Oh. Laura put me onto that oh. like oh. senior year. Game changer. Didn't even know it was a thing until I until Jacob came home with it one day and I was like, What is what is this? It it's so good. Never season You can't go like once you have it, you can't go back. You can never not eat Chipotle with it after that. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a fact. That's so good. Brandon, what's your first pick? All right, my first pick, Laura, I might be stealing this. I might hurt your feelings on this one. Uh, but I'm gonna go for breakfast. Bojangles biscuit with a. I don't have Bojangles. I, don't I know have where Bojangles. Flora, I know where heads at. So if I get to sneak in here before he says it, I might just steal it just just to see his reaction because I know exactly where he's going. Yeah, you said Bo- I do have Bojangles, but thank God he didn't say that one. Tanner's about to snag it from me though. I got a feeling. Back to me. Second pick of the draft. No, no, no. Snake. Two of us, two of us, two of us. My fault. Tanner's lost in the snake. For my entree, I'm going to go Taco Bell Crunchwrap Supreme. Didn't they just cancel that one? No, no. Uh, No, they didn't. They didn't didn't cancel that one. Thank God. Crunchwrap's a staple. Like, it's just crunchy, soft, cheesy. It's everything in one. It's basically like if Wingstop was just like, yeah, we're just not going to do chicken wings anymore. Huh. <laughs> We're gonna do breadsticks. But yeah, Crunchwrap Supreme. It's got like your veggies. You got your lettuce, tomato, sour cream. You got your beef. The crunchy center, like to, like the Chipotle burrito. That first bite, you always get a lot of soft tortilla. A little bit is of that your? Is this your? Is this your entree? Because it could be considered entree. a side. It could be. Depends on That's depends on your, your mental state. No, I've got a, I've got a better side. 
Hey, okay. write down write down the the draft picks that you have these in. So I'm probably gonna put them in order for the uh, poll. Oh man. Okay. And are we all doing it? And then we're gonna just keep ourselves honest at the end. Yeah. Flora. Okay. You had the uh, Chick Fil A. Yeah. No pickles. No, no, no. You guys, no, no, no. You don't have to write down hours. Just mark them how you have them ordered. Like, I have. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Okay. I'm on, I'm on board. I have that. I'm on board. I'm on board. Like, my first pick, boom. I'm on for board. Our, to you. For our visual podcasters, you will to see that. For our visual podcast audience. This is just really good radio right now. Yeah. Creating content. I believe the order is back to you, Mr. Floor. Yep, back to you. No, it's Tater. Okay. Lost Braden gave both of his. Um, he gave uh, back to me entree. and the Flora. Yeah. Double up on Flora. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with Baja Blast Mountain Dew as my beverage Ooh. of choice. Damn. Because anytime you go to Taco Bell, if you walk out without a Baja Blast, you technically did not go to Taco Bell. So. And I think it's also the most refreshing Mountain Dew slash soda on the planet. I don't know what it is, but mixed in with a little bit of anything that you get from Taco Bell, it just accents it nice, like a nice Pinot, you know what I'm saying? Just really <laughs> brings out the flavors in, in what you're eating. No big deal. I'm going to go Baja Blast, number two. Do I want to pull it? Do I want to pull it here? I'm going Biscuitville Spicy Chicken and Honey. I knew that's where it was going. I wanted to hop in, but I couldn't let anybody steal Baja Blast. That's a good one. Biscuitville Spicy Chicken and Honey. I mean, uh, when did we discover that? Sophomore year? Yep. I think we always like go past it because we would see it on like our way to Walmart. We're like, what is this place? It was senior week. We went there. We were like, we're going to discover this because the day before we saw the Rockdale lights and we were already running low on money. We we're like, all right, we're going to try Biscuitville and then we're going to try these Rockdale lights, 24 beers for $10. Just and we sent it. Deal. I mean, that's that sandwich is elite. Once I found that junior year, you'd go to the field, you'd shag, you'd bring your monster rehab, you're hungover as shit, you're talking... You're shooting the shit with the boys. Coach tells you to spread out. You social distance. As far, that's about as far as you get. Yep. You're, the prop, you're properly about six <laughs> feet from each other. Coach does spread out again. All right, I'm going to get about seven feet. And then, you, and then you go. Coach says, you got, all right, you guys got 45 minutes. Go eat. You go to Biscuitville. Get yourself spicy chicken and honey. Go to Marathon. You get yourself a monster, some seeds for the game time. Come back. Ready to roll for a game. That's how you. That's how you do it, right there, baby. Well, were you with us um, when this person, who I will leave um, anonymous for the time being, but Chalupa, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Once the story is told, where we go into Biscuitville pregame, we come back out, and said driver has lost his car keys. <laughs> and it's literally having an episode of where are my car keys and we're like dude we have to get back to the game like this is like no joke we got like 10 minutes come to find out we're searching all around the car inside the biscuitville 
lo and behold, the keys are in the ignition and the engine is still running. What number and, is this kid? Uh, we'll call we'll call him Specs. We'll call him Rex Specs. Okay, I know who this kid is. <laughs> I know who this kid is. The motor was still running the entire time we were in Beskyville. Hey, kids! Kids a yeah. uh, dog trainer in the military. It is like Biscuitville, Lynchburg, Virginia. I doubt anyone's gonna steal a sports car, but you know, it's a bold, it's a bold move. Leave that, but, leave that puppy run. But knowing, knowing that man, you just, you just laugh at all, just because it's just, it's the most specs thing in the world for him to do that. Dude, this kid hit specs our freshman year, rips a ball down the right field foul line, and just goes, oh nipples. Real was, he was I was out in front of that one. And was on nipples. What the fuck did this kid just say? I mean, I'll tell you what. Head coach was astonished that that came out of his mouth. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. Oh, Jimmy Buffett. My number three pick. If you know about this one, you know about this one. It's the orange vanilla high C from Moe's. Freestyle, the Coke Freestyle machine. That Coke Freestyle, if you know about that drink, hop in hop in my mentions and let me know about that drink because that drink is something else. Orange Vanilla High C, Moe's. Try it out from that Freestyle machine if you haven't tried it out yet. Tater or Chalupa Batman. I will not try it because I think Moe's is trash. Whoa. I agree with that take. Whoa! Uh, every time I've gone there, literally the rice has been like the one at Lynchburg stinks. Yeah, well, that's the only mode that I like have access to. And if you are a chain restaurant slash establishment, and one of your stores stinks, stinks then you need to shut it down. Okay, John Taffer, the John Taffer. Do not allow that store to continue to just crap all over your name because what I get from those is that the rice is not fully cooked, gets stuck in my teeth, and I'm not impressed. I feel like I'm eating a bag of like sand and rocks with a little bit of chicken, maybe some sour cream. It blows my whole experience. Yeah, they say welcome to Moe's, but I'm just like, I can't wait to leave here. But you just greet me on my way out. Thanks for coming. Shut this place down. Sorry, continue. It's your pick anyway, Tanner. Touche. Touche. Um, ooh. Ooh. Breakfast. I'm going to go with a very overlooked item. And let me know if you've had it, but it is the Scrambler Burrito at Chick-fil-A. And it is phenomenal. It is a breakfast burrito. Okay, so I'll just, I'll just make it for you. So it's a tortilla. Okay. Scrambled eggs. Okay, we're on the same page here. The Chick-fil-A hash browns and literally Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets with cheese. Oh shit. It is so dang. And then you get a side of hash browns on top of it if you didn't already have enough hash browns in your scrambler burrito. And then they give you like this like jalapeno like sauce. I usually don't eat because I get squirts from it, but Minus it, a little bit of little bit of ketchup. Two of them if you want to get your day started right. So delicious. Highly recommend it. 
Now, what dipping sauce do you use with that? Are you a Chick-fil-A sauce in the morning? Uh, I've yet to try it with Chick-fil-A sauce. I'd, I can imagine it'd probably be pretty great. I just never think about it in the morning. Not in the morning. Not in the morning. Too sweet for the morning. I need, I need a little bit of salt for me in the morning. I need to kind of get my, get my salts regulated so I can go about my day extremely dehydrated. Look vascular. Need my veins to pop for the day. I don't know. I've yet to try it with Chick-fil-A sauce. I can imagine it'd probably be pretty good. So you raw dog that thing? No, I put ketchup on it. Oh, okay. And I can imagine it'd probably be pretty good with just about anything. Because it's literally just Chick-fil-A, chicken nuggets, scrambled eggs, hash browns, and cheese. So I can't imagine anything with it would be bad. They could serve their breakfast menu all day, and I'd be, I'd be here for it. Yeah, but could you imagine what their line would be like? Imagine oh, what their line is now. Furious. But if they do breakfast all day, Insane. they'd have to have like 14 different lines. But the good thing about Chick-fil-A is no matter how long the line is, you're in and out of there in like five minutes or less. Like, it could be this right around the building, a touch in the road, and you're getting out of there like fast. With a my pleasure. Later. Have you heard about that? What? what? If, if you um, – I think it's if you say – my pleasure before they do like you get that like the employee has like a discount code and they give it to you and you get like a discount on your meal oh so you gotta be a real dick and just be like thank you my pleasure like while you're sitting there and they're like you gotta find the new one who's like trying to figure out where all the buttons are and like trying to scan your card and do everything right and remember what they have to say and then you just drop a my pleasure before they have a chance to and just like give me half off of this delicious chicken sandwich and then i hope you super racist chicken sandwich it's uh, it's it, it's a super religious chicken sandwich. I would super go for religious. It is a holy sandwich. Yeah, not just any kind of sandwich. It's closed on Sunday sandwich. All right, Brayden, uh, pick three. Pick three. I'm gonna go ahead and do my drink. Uh, I'm gonna go with McDonald's Sprite. I have McDonald's. Any time of the day list. you want to wake your wake yourself up with a little spark. That's- this hits you right in the mouth every time you take a sip. Pow, right in the kisser. Pow, they they always pack it. something. They always pack a little extra punch in that Sprite. All right. I'll give I you a backdoor. I'll give you a backdoor uh, insight to McDonald's. I worked there in high school. So Thank you for your service. They have, <laughs> they have special carbonation machines that are specifically made for McDonald's only. It's like a special CO2 blend. It's, uh-huh. They have metal cylinders for their coke upstairs and only coke runs through them whereas everything else runs through a central line but like their coke runs through these huge like metal cylinders that look like they're brewing beer upstairs but it's all compressed co2 which is what gives their drinks that crisp like just like no other like the more i think about it i don't think i've ever had a poor soda experience at McDonald's. no and you never will never. they come out and service them once a week to make sure they're running at high capacity like, it's insane. So, so if they can make sure that literally every soda is crisp to perfection, can we make sure we always have fresh fries out of the fryer? Can we just make that number two priority? You got to get them unsalted. Another... Ask them for all unsalted yep, fries. I was gonna say. Yep, go through yeah, this and say, I want unsalted fries. Because every salt, every fry that comes out gets salted immediately. So if you say you don't want salt, they have to drop a fresh batch for you. Well, this is, this is like, this is news to me. And I appreciate 
I appreciate that because now I will never know what it feels like to have a whole pound French fry ever again. So yep, I appreciate. Make that. sure you get salt packets with it because you can't just be eating unsalted fries. True. No, I mean, what's the point? It's true. No, yeah, just, it's like eating potato sticks. Hey, hey, hey! Potato sticks are good. They are good, but if I'm going to McDonald's, I want just like super salty French fries because they are delicious. True. Yeah, clog my arteries, please. The amount of salt that they pour on one batch of French fries is just like a whole salt shaker. It's absolutely madness. But hey, it makes a meal. Run it to me, Danny. Run it to me. Give me that. Give me that salty fry. Give it to me. Give it to me. Brayden, number four. My fourth. I'm gonna go with my dessert. Okay. I'm going to go with a uh, Chick-fil-A cookies and cream milkshake with a cherry and whipped cream on top. Classic. Okay. Can't go wrong. Their ice cream is just so different from every other fast food ice cream. Like, it's almost impossible not to get a milkshake or an ice cream cone when you go through a Chick-fil-A drive-thru. It's just, like, it's a staple. And their, and their ice cream machine is always working. Yeah, always. Do you know about oh, the kids' no. menu trick for when you guys have kids? You this? turn in that like you turn in that Booker toy and the kids get a free ice cream cone. It's that free ice cream cone turns into your ice cream cone. Yep. Yep. Hey, go turn this book in. I'm, I want ice cream. <laughs> okay. We all have to make sacrifices out here, Jimmy. Yep. With that and ice cream cone. Tater, number four. Um, uh, number four. I'm gonna bring it back. We were just discussing them. I don't think there's anything in the world that beats a fresh bass McDonald's French fries. I would put it up with I agree. just about any potato product slash side at any fast food restaurant. I think it's when they're done right and they're fresh. You give me you give me the biggest thing they got, and it's gone in like two minutes. And then my hands are covered in in salt and I just, that oil. Super happy. So I'm going to go McDonald's French fries, especially, yeah, especially after a nice long day and you just pull up in that drive through and you open the bag and you can just like feel the steam reading off those, off those little potato sticks and you're just like, ah, oh, I'm going to just annihilate you. Have either one of you guys been to the sandwich place called Permani Bros? I've heard of it. I've never, I've never ventured there. Do you know what it is, Brayden? Or do you know what the concept behind those sandwiches are? No. Never they put been. French fries on 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 every sandwich. Huh. I did that. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't don't go. It always disappoints. There's a place in um in a state to be left nameless. Um, they do fat sandwiches. And they do fries, mozzarella sticks, and chicken fingers on sandwiches, and it's like it's insane. This is like a dream. Like, you literally just pull, pull up at, like, 2 a.m., and you're just like, all right, I want the fat Tony. And it's, like, chicken fingers, mozzarella sticks, French fries, marinara sauce, melted cheese. That was on an episode like, of uh, Man First Food, right? It was. Like, if you eat a certain amount of them, you get to yeah. name one. But yeah. those are trucks at a certain university that football teams think. And they have, like, stores now. And it's pretty good. Just saying. All right, my number four is, I think, a tier above the McDonald's fry. I don't think so, but give it a shot. It's the Arby's curly fry. Yeah, but I'm, just, I'm not going to go to Arby's because I don't want diarrhea. 
Dude, Arby's underrated. Give me a beefy cheddar. Beefy cheddar? Every time I eat it, I always think I should call my ex-girlfriend. Sheesh. (laughs) All right. My number five five pick to close it out is uh, Brayden should know what this dessert pick is going to be. DQ Blizzard. Always, always wanting one. I mean, I can eat a DQ Blizzard. I would go. It'd be like middle of December. I'd be like, Brady, you gonna go to DQ? No, it's twenty-eight degrees outside. You want a Blizzard? Yes, I do. Hop in old Black Sheba and get to riding. We're going to DQ. Always. See, I'm. See, I saved I saved the worst for last because I not a huge dessert guy. Um, but I'm gonna drop some knowledge on you because technically this is fast food. So if you disagree, then that sucks. Pretty much any candy from a gas station. You walk in, you have it within thirty seconds. That's fast food dessert at its finest. Sour Patch Kids, Skittles, those little Snicker bites. Delicious. Giant all right, so you got to give me your number one gas station dessert of all time. Number one gas station dessert. Um, Combos. Ooh, those are those are an anytime meal. Okay. Ted, did you just brush your teeth? Dinner and dessert. Combos. I'm telling you, every food in the future is going to look back and be like, Combos had it right all along. And dividends. Little, little pretzels. Anything you want. And they're delicious. Combos. We'll save that for another episode. Don't get me going. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with some Reese's Pieces. Reese's? Uh, no, those are way better than chocolate m ms I'm going to go with some Reese's Pieces because I like peanut butter and I like Reese's and it's just like... I can just, I can just buy the fistful. Yeah, I agree. They're better than chocolate M&M's, but not as good as peanut M&M's. Aren't all M&M's technically chocolate? No, the, huh. the brown bag. Huh. Just your OG M&M. Okay, well, that's different. Because they technically all have that little outside coating, which I think is chocolate flavored. I could be wrong. If I am, I'm the worst. I'll take that one. So. All right, Brayden, in the draft. All right, for my side, I'm going to go with the Chick-fil-A waffle fries dipped in Chick-fil-A sauce. You dog. Elite. Speaking of those fries, though, are you guys like, do you like the butt pieces, like the turtle shell ones? I've come around to them. I like them all. I like them all. I don't discriminate. I love a good, like, I love a good turtle shell. They're so good. They hold, you That's can what they call like, They're called turtle shells? I call them turtle shells. They look like, you I like that name. Up, they look like little turtles. I like that name. We'll get that turned in. Yeah, All I right. think any, any Chick-fil-A French fry deserves, deserves peak attention. They're all delicious. All right, so let's run through them one, from top to bottom through our draft order. So I have number one from Chick-fil-A, no pickle. Then I have... 
Biscuitville spicy chicken and honey for breakfast. My drink, orange vanilla high C from Moe's from the freestyle or from a freestyle machine. Number four for my side, I have Arby's curly fries. And for dessert, I have a DQ Blizzard. Tater? Um, number one, any Chipotle burrito. Number two, wash it down with a Baja Blast. Number three, start your day with a nice chicken burrito skillet wrap. I think it's the number four at Chick-fil-A. McDonald's French fries because they were sent by, by God himself. And a nice bag of Reese's Pieces. Super. All right, so I'm starting my day with a Bojangles Cajun filet biscuit with a little drizzle of honey on it. And then okay. for lunch, I'm going to snag a Crunchwrap Supreme, and I'm going to wash that down with a McDonald's Crispy Sprite. And Same. for dessert, we're going to have a Chick-fil-A milkshake, cookies and cream always. And, yeah. you know, for the sides, you always got to have a little salty with your sweets. So you're going to go Chick-fil-A waffle fries. I like how you doubled up with Chick-fil-A there at the end. Got it. I mean, they're, they're, they're vastly superior. Are y'all a fan of dipping fries into milkshakes? Uh, I don't like milkshakes, so no. Because you're no. lactose intolerant. No, um, I'm lactose sensitive now. I've grown out of my intolerance. It's more of just <laughs> more of a sensitivity. And I do it out of respect <laughs> for the people who are around me. Because no one wants to share a bathroom with that guy. So you're welcome. Do you remember when uh, some girl poured milk on your roommate's bed and you're like, I'm lactose intolerant. I can... I could be on the toilet for I don't know four hours from smelling it. She, I, I yeah, she was sorry. She she felt bad. I I totally forgot about that. That was did she do it on purpose? An absolutely hysterical. Yeah, she did it on yeah, purpose uh, to get back at her roommate. Because my roommate was was the definition of just a total turd sandwich. And I don't know what the hell yeah. he did to her, but he pushed <laughs> he pushed this chick he pushed this chick's buttons the wrong way, the wrong combination, and she came in with like that little plastic thing of milk and just started pouring pouring dairy all over that dude's bed, and I was like, hey, I didn't do anything to you, but like little did you know that you could you could be putting me in jeopardy. Okay, <laughs> I am lactose intolerant, and we're about to have an issue on our hands here. Okay. And she, I'm pretty sure she ran. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And I told my roommate, I was like, I tried to stop her. (laughs) No, you didn't, you liar. I got, I got lactose issues, bro. I can't do it. I can't step. I can't dodge. I can't catch that bullet for you, man. Can't catch the toast. Can't do it. Not this time. No, sir. Can't be catching the toast. And then he stole much money from me. And, you know, anyway. Anytime you get food spilt in your room by a female, it just, it hurts your soul. I had a similar experience sophomore year. Yeah, Brandon, do you care to explain? Uh, so, for another lady that will be nameless, uh, R.I.P. may have been a recent breakup involved. Uh, she decided to come in my room while I was at work and just absolutely terrorized my room. She goldfish that you get at Sam's Club, like the big box, and just dumped it all on my bed and like that was the most upsetting thing in the world when i walked in she tore posters broke my hat like ripped stuff up 
tore tore our trash can on our clothes. Like that was the most upsetting thing when she dumped my huge box of goldfish out. I could have cried in that moment just because of my goldfish. I didn't even care about anything else. It's just the principle of dumping my goldfish out. She knew that would hurt me, so she did it. Dude, and we missed her by like what, like two, three minutes from yeah, getting back like from the, the gym. On the security camera, you see Flora go down the stairs, and she came up the second set of stairs, and like they intersect, like they just missed each other. Like if Flora would have stayed in my room for an extra like three seconds, he'd have called her before she went in. So uh, okay, I'm not I'm not defending anyone's actions here, but. Why was your door open? It uh, was that a, would be another person, panda. my roommate. No, no, that was, uh, that was, no uh, I was at the gym. I was at the gym with him. Oh, well, then, yes, that was Panda. I thought it was Robert. Anyway, I was at work, so I have, like, no say in this. All I know is I got a call from Florida. I'm not, I'm not. Your room got trashed. I was like, man, stop playing with me. I'm at work. He's like, no, seriously, security's here. You need to come now. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, I'm leaving work now. I'm coming. And uh, needless to say, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought I was, I thought I got robbed, but everything expensive was still in my room. <laughs> yep. That's good. That's a plus. Then I watched the video and I was texting said female and she was like, oh my gosh, who would do such a thing? I can't believe someone would do that. And then I catch her red handed on the security camera and I text her again. I'm like, you did it. And she's like, uh, yeah, no. you deserve every bit of that. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like I had to do like $40 worth of laundry because of you. I was furious. She got off scot-free. Yeah, I got my own opinions about that one, but uh, <laughs> let's just move on. All right, let's do. Let's do a little. Let's throw a little bullpen chatter in this thing. All right. So the first one I want to do is this. This troll doll thing is ridiculous. Sheesh. I mean, I don't know the logistics of it. I mean, my my dad was telling me about it when we went to dinner. Do you guys know like the the logistics of it? So essentially, I mean, it's this from the movie Trolls World Tour, like the movie that went straight to video or whatever. It's huge. Um, okay. They made a child toy that it had you push a button on its tummy and it sings songs and makes noises. But they I didn't thought it was dis- in between its legs. They didn't disclose that there was a second button anywhere on the box or in the description that there's a second button that when you fold her legs up, there's like a button where her privates are and you push it and she oh. makes like moaning noises and giggles. What? So here's my question. Like what? Cause you know, someone was sitting in a meeting and was just like, okay, if we put a button here, <laughs> what kind of response can we get? Like what was the thought process that went into that and who approved that? And like, who approved not putting it on the box, disclosing that there's a second button? Yeah, that's like, a big thing. They were trying to hide it. Well, like, were they just, like, sitting there like, yeah, parents will dig this. <laughs> like, they can, because everyone hates little kids' toys and make noise, but if they figure out that, the, you know, they can click the mouse on this one, they can get the, a real reaction from that troll doll. I mean, what the hell are they thinking? Whatever happened. Like, whoever approved this stuff is just, like, fire that person. Are you kidding me? Wow. Whatever happened to the good string toys? Where you just pull it and go, hey, there's a snake in my boot. Or like the Tickle Me That's Elmo. Like you grab scary. him and he goes, <laughs> it's like that fun stuff. Creepy, bro. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a whole conspiracy about uh, Tickle Me Elmo and, and, and sexual references. So I'll, we'll say, we'll, I was a Tickle Me Elmo kid. We'll 
My parents love me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a big well, Sesame. Wait, was was he on Sesame Street? Was he on yeah, the street? Yep. yep, he was on the street. Elmo? Yeah, Elmo was on the streets, right? Elmo, Elmo was on the street. Elmo was the street. Okay. He belonged to the streets. There was, there was no street without without Elmo. Okay. I don't know. Cookie Monster and Big Bird carried some carried their weight pretty well. Yeah, they carried some serious weight, but like when you like usually when you like you ask somebody Sesame Street, your first impression is Elmo. No, I usually I think of Big Bird. Ah, Elmo always. What? Or Oscar the Grouch. Oscar. I think like Bert and Ernie, Oscar. Ooh. Elmo's always number one. Cookie Monster's always up there. Well, see, like, the kids these days don't know about Cookie Monster because they changed it off for Veggie Monster. What? Yeah, Michelle Obama made a – she went on Sesame Street and Cookie Monster, like, went to rehab or something, and they, like, made a Veggie Monster, and he eats, like, carrots and – so they're blaming a puppet for childhood obesity. Is that is that yeah. the the drift I'm catching right now? Yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. How about parents just step in and just tell your kid that like eating a whole box of Oreos in the middle of playing video games all night is just like <laughs> not healthy. Don't blame it on a blue puppet who just goes. Rah, 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 rah. Cookie, 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 like, cookie. Are you kidding me? Santa Claus eats cookie, damn it. Yeah, I mean, what's, I mean, bring it back to my last point. I mean, you let people break into your house over the holidays to eat cookies and drink all your milk, and, like, you're going to blame a puppet who likes eating cookies for your chubby little kid? Are you serious? So where's our problem? Our problem is our parents. I don't know where it starts, but I know how to finish it, and let's just stop being so damn soft. Elimination, I mean, just let 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 their kids eat the goddamn cookie. Let them eat the cookie. Don't blame a puppet. Let the kid get a cavity. Those teeth are gonna fucking fall out and, and by the age of six. For God's sake! Don't let him be a silver tooth kid, though. Listen to the NBA young boy, at eight years old, <laughs> <laughs> walking around with their fist clenched, <laughs> always flexing. All right. What's your stance? Are you a Cheetos guy or a Cheese Puffs guy? Cheetos. Big right, toes guy. I'm going to throw this out there. I'm going to go with the Crunchy Cheetos, the not Cheetos brand. The off brand, the blue bags? The wise yep. bag, baby. Yup. The wise bag. Give me that trash. That Shut white up. trash wise bag. Shout Yo, out to my like, fiance. Like, my fiance and I had this conversation the other day at the dinner table. Yo. She said no other crunchy cheetah will ever touch her mouth but a wise bag. And like they mm-hmm. might be trash and you can only find them in like the ghetto gas station, but they're just like they're so different and so much better than the original Cheeto. I don't know what that are, it's did. more artificial. The cheeses so, are more artificial. So good. They're delicious. I'm just going to – I don't know if there's a better feeling than, like, in between double headers and going up to get something to eat and just being like, oh, shit. Cheetos. They brought Cheetos. Let's get it. <laughs> I'm going to grab two bags of these. I'm going to go sit my ass behind the dugout. I'm going to crush these two bags of Cheetos and whatever other crap they gave me, a couple orange slices. Got to keep my – We always got Gatorade. Up. Always had Gatorade. But just, like, the, sh- the sheer excitement I would get 
Or just like at school, like when you open your lunchbox slash brown paper bag and you're just like, oh shit. Bro, if you weren't doing brown if you weren't brown paper bag in it, you were not an elite kid. If you had a lunchbox, you were a nerd. Like elementary school, like you need you need a lunchbox in elementary school. Yeah. But like when you get to high school, if you still have like a LL Bean lunchbox or something, you're just you're too privileged. Lily Pulitzer, like come on now. Give me that give me that food line bag. But yeah, Cheetos all the way. Cheese puffs are just too airy. They're too airy. I mean, you just need. Yeah, and it gets stuck in your teeth. You're picking that shit out until like, until you brush your teeth into the night. And then you're still brushing your teeth and you're still spitting, spitting that orange shit in. And And you get like 19 in the bag. No, 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 no shot. Cheetos all the way. Are you guys uh, chips on your sandwich fans? Yeah, story does all the way. Oh, elite. I was telling my grandmother about this. She's like, You're, what are you talking about? I was like, yeah, throw. Next time you make a sandwich, throw some Doritos on a nice ham and cheese. Oh. Doritos mm. are good, but I, I think if you're going to go with like a nice turkey sandwich, just like a nice classic Lay's on there is nice too. I'll tell you who put, just, me, who put me on to that. Bit texture. That would be Spex. Spex put me onto that in high school. He did it. One day, and the whole lunch table stared at him and was like, what in God's name did you just do? And he was like, next time you have a sandwich, just hear me out and put a Dorito on it. And then, like I said, my sandwich game was changed from that day on thanks to sex. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, it'll it'll never, once you do it, you, you can't just have like just a regular cold cut sandwich. Like there's no chip in there. It's like, I'll, I'll wait. Somebody go to the gas station. I'll wait. Have you done it with a peanut butter and jelly? Fritos, no. Throw some Doritos, Fritos or poo Throw some Doritos on a peanut butter and whoa, jelly. Whoa, that's whoa, too much. Whoa, whoa. That's <laughs> Fritos or poo And you're going to put a nacho cheese Dorito on a peanut butter sandwich? Are you? You're also talking to someone who's on vitamins. Whoa, 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 whoa. Nacho cheese is like grape jelly. What uh-uh, I'm a fuck? strawberry. Respect it. Strawberry it's jam. Still, that doesn't make it Flora. any better. That doesn't make oh, it any God. better. I understand a nice little piece piece of cheese and a little bit of fruit with a nice glass of shardy or a little, little pinot or vino, but like for Christ's sake, put it on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Don't knock until you try it, kids. I I know for a fact that it's the only way to eat a peanut butter sandwich is with a nice bag of Fritos. Are you talking regular salted, the the yellow and red bag? Yeah, the OG one. Ugh. Honey, honey barbecue twist, baby. Yep. Those those are the best ones, but like if you're gonna go the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you can't take away from the peanut butter and jelly sandwich by throwing like honey barbecue or nacho cheese all over them. No, I'll, I'll go I'll go as far as to say no chip should ever touch a peanut butter and jelly, regardless of jelly flavor. I don't put it on the peanut butter and jelly, but I always have a bag of Fritos with my peanut butter and jelly. You know what kind of bread I've been using recently for my peanut butter jelly? A little bit of salt. Huh? You know what bread I've been using recently for my peanut butter and jellies? What? I've been using the uh, cinnamon swirl bread and then toasting it. I can see that. I can see that. So good. Try that out next time. I can do that. Put Put in the toaster in between two and three. 
not, yeah, that sounds pretty good. I'm gonna try that. Try that shit out. One of our, I'm gonna tell. All right, since we're on the since we're on the topic of sandwiches, let's talk about one of our roommates. Uh, rocking a banana and mayonnaise. Just the fucking Jesus! Don't even get me started. You know who we're talking about, right, Taylor? Yeah, that's just that's gross. That's like I don't care if you're from the South or not. That's just a disgrace to every state. That's like the yeah. pre- Great Depression type sandwiches. That's like some shit you ate when you had nothing else. He's always trying to tell us to try that shit, and I'm just like, bro. First off, I don't even like mayonnaise. And second I, off, no shot. No, I gag every time he made one. I never even saw him eat one. No, yeah, he made them all the time. I never even saw him eat one. Oh, they were gross. They smelled atrocious. I wonder what his shit was like. That's so, uh, what, what is mayonnaise? Is it a dairy product? It's oil and egg. Mayonnaise is just like lard, egg, Ugh. salt. Dude. Probably sweated mayonnaise. Man was good. Man was good. But like not with like when he wasn't you know, when he wasn't eating Slim Jims and drinking Mountain Dew, he was eating mayonnaise and banana sandwiches. <laughs> Alright, so what am I gonna gamble on this this uh fall? No, there's gonna be no college football, dude. SEC's gonna just I know, overtake everything. How many teams do you think are gonna join the SEC? Be realistic. But it, it would be that simple, but like, think about how much money it costs to join the, the SEC. They're just going to say, fuck it. They're not even going to, they're just literally going to, I honestly think they're going to say, fuck the NCAA, and then just be like, all right, we're playing. We already have our schedule. We've already talked to the ADs. We already have our schedule. We're just going to play these games. Yeah. I mean, I could see it. I mean, the NCAA is, has basically been pushing buttons for years. I'm surprised no one has actually stood up to the NCAA to make a move about this. I think this but could be the end. Be if there's a time, it's now. This could potentially because be the it, end of the NCAA, which would be sick. Needs to happen. It would be sick, but like, like you have to create an entirely new governing body of all sports. And it's just, it's going to be a mess for a couple of years. I mean, it's, I'm not saying it shouldn't happen because the NCAA is basically just, they're a bunch of tyrants and they literally just feed off of athletes who just basically, some of them, I mean, not all, not all like D3 baseball players slave their, slave their year away. But like, I mean, it's, it's a bunch of it's a joke. It's it is a joke, and a lot can change. And you know, eh. <laughs> true, true. But I think if there is a time, it's now. The NCAA is it's been trash. It is trash. And what do you do with trash? You throw it the hell out. You shut it the hell down. Nick Saban, Coach O, just just run. They'll figure it out. They're smart enough, gentlemen. You know it's not They'll trash. You know, it's okay. not trash, right, boys? What? Shout out our first ad. It's Great Smoke Barbecue. Here in the great in the great city of Chesapeake, Virginia. Follow them on Twitter at Great Smoke Barbecue for any catering needs. In, I would say, within five hours. So that's like 
beginning of Delaware, the end of Delaware, all of Virginia, uh-huh. all of North Carolina. Any catering needs, Great Smoke Barbecue got you. Follow them on Twitter. Follow them on Instagram at Great Smoke Barbecue for any proof or just any just good barbecue pictures. Rep their, rep How their good shirt. Is it Smack Your Mama good? It's Smack Your Grandmama. Wow, that's good. Repped that's a, a whole different Repped a great, great smoke shirt in Lowe's the other day. Got a lot of looks. Got a lot of looks. Turning heads? Which one are you rocking? The gray or the, the blue one? The, like the heather blue. Oh, yes. Love, With the love red. Beauty. I'm trying to get him. I'm trying to get them to have another drop another line here if you guys want some merch. So hit him up on Twitter, yeah. guys. Follow him on Twitter. All right, back to I it. I would like to merch. Back to it. I'm back to bullpen chatter. All right. So whenever I'm watching Jeopardy, am I a dummy for not knowing these answers? Or is this like, is this supposed to be common knowledge? I think some are. But see, the ones that are common knowledge for us are the ones that those super smarty pants like don't know the answers to. And you're just like, how do you not know this answer? Yeah, like whenever they have the sports or like rap, you're just like, are you kidding me? Like anything modern. Yeah, but I think it's like there's just like this lost in translation type effect where it's like it's almost impossible for somebody to go on the show and like know all the stuff that uh, Joe Schmoes are sitting here like, dude, what the fuck did you just say? And then the stuff where it's like sport related, music related, like I don't think people's brains could physically handle that much knowledge. And I don't know. I think a lot of it is just like old people knowledge, like just being alive for 45 years 75% of it is just like, yeah, like 10 years ago, I wouldn't have known that, but I've seen some shit. So now I know. But I don't know. I can't watch Jeopardy most of the time because I, I feel like a complete imbecile. Yeah. I feel like most of the people on the show have read like a thousand books. That's why they know most of this stuff. Yeah, and I feel like it's a lot of people who like just spend their entire adult lives going to school. Like the people who have like three PhDs and like masters graduate degrees and masters and shit that like don't ever use it, but they just continue to go to school because they like they want to add four four fucking letters at the end of their name for a hundred thousand dollars and they just keep living off off debt and knowledge, hoping that one day they can win Jeopardy. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's honestly not a bad way to go off life. Just trying Which to is continuously staying in school. I mean, yeah, that'd be it'd be kind of sweet, but like, what are what like what are the chances that like you're gonna go and like win Jeopardy? Probably very slim to none. Exactly. So, I'd rather just play the lotto, continue just to be me. But I don't know. Some people are just really good at that. I got a buddy that like every time we watch it, he could just like rattle shit off, and I have no idea how. But it's a great trust. feeling. It's a great feeling when you do get one right that you didn't think you were kind of on the fence about. I and mean, you're just like, I'm the smartest person in this freaking room. Get yep. off me. I know this. Yeah. Feel real cocky about that whole category and the next category you try one and the 200 question, you're just like, ah, oh, fuck, I missed that one. Let me shut up. <laughs> yeah. 
that's that's the disappointing part about it. Is you can get like three in a row, and then after that, you're completely in the dark. And you're like, Meh. Not for me. I'll go back to prices, right? Just guessing numbers. I mean, you shop enough, you know how much how much the K cups are. Did you see Bill Gates on that show when they held up like bagel bites and he was like, How much is a box of six bagel bites? Twenty two dollars. They're like, No, sir, that would be uh two fifty. He has no clue what Wrong. the price of what nothing. And everyone's like, This is so cute. I was like, No, it's not. He has no clue the sense of money. He has so much of it. I always love the question of like how like how much are you like still with reality? Like how much is a gallon of milk? He, no, he has zero that. sense of reality. Because he said, you know, like I mean, those, how much is it? You know those Uncle Ben like microwave things of rice? They're like 50 cents, right? Yeah. They're like 79 cents. Yeah, he's like, these are like, he guessed like 8.45 and he was like, no, they're like 79 cents. Yeah, he has no clue what the sense of a dollar is. Because he's never seen anything less than a $5 bill. I don't even think he, he probably wipes his ass with 50s. He's probably got a really bloody anus then, because I can't imagine that's comfortable. Do you think he washes them, or do you think he just flushes them? I just flush them. Probably bidets it. <laughs> Fair. In the, in the, yeah, he probably just bidets it. All right, I got a vitamin thought for you. I was driving the other day, and so, you know when there's a green light and the sun's shining right on that green light and you can't really tell? Okay. They just need to have the entire traffic where that pole is connected to it. Just have that entire thing light up red, green, or yellow. I saw that in, uh, on Twitter. Huh. And it's the greatest invention I think you could ever make. Because sometimes, like, you're, you're like, especially if you're the first person on the line, like, you pretty much got to break your neck to look and yeah. make sure when that thing turns green. Like it's impossible. Turn that. Whole so here's thing my on. question: How do you, how do you then, like, so what do you do about like the arrows? If the whole pole is one color, what do you do about turning, like turning lanes? Maybe whatever direction you're turning that. No, you still the have the traffic up? lights. You still have the traffic lights, but the pole is also changes color. So. If you're far away and you can't... Are you talking about the vertical ones or the horizontal ones? Both of them. That whole thing, it turns colors. But don't you think that's a liability if, like, the whole thing turns green we'll have and this, you're not supposed to be turning? We'll have it like a square. Have the pole like a square. So your side says red. Your side's red if you're on red. But if you're on the green side, your side's going to be green. I, I think it's a good idea. I, we'll work the, the logistics how, how long do you think it would take people to, like, adapt? To something like that. that, Uh, If we would have got it done during the height of the pandemic, like the beginning of it, and when there's no one on the road, it would probably, I don't know, maybe half a year. It would help my business. Well, collisions. (laughs) Collision. It would help a whole lot. What happened? Ah, the light turned green, and so did the poles, and I just the went. whole goddamn pole. Was <laughs> I just green. went. I just did it. The whole goddamn pole was fucking green. I didn't know which way to turn. The whole thing was yellow. I thought it was on fire. <laughs> That's a really good idea, though. Like the more I think about it, because it's like instead of having to look for one circle, you can just 
you can just see the whole the whole thing and you can see it from a distance and it probably would make it a little bit easier to prevent like the quick changes from yellow to red and people just like slamming on their brakes mm -hmm. and just like completely flooring through an intersection i think it's a good idea i don't know how the logistics would be worked out but that's for somebody way above my pay grade yeah we're just idea guys big idea guys i do like it though i do like it. i'm on board thank you I will intellectually finance this this idea. We're gonna cut that and trademark that actually. Uh, verbal back. verbal trademark. I dare you to take it. Dare I will you. Sue the shit out of you. I dare you. Do you know who my dad is? You know who my father is? Makes the best brisket in the state of Virginia. Alright, let's get to this mad lib. He probably does. Alright, let's do it. Brayden. Hold on. Do we do we wanna hear our our, our internet reviews. Oh, first. yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about our Yelp reviews. Okay, so our first one in in honor of one of our teammates um, who will remain nameless. Our first one is for Lube. <laughs> and here it goes. The person's name is almost. So the person person's name will leave it. We don't want to get anybody in trouble. Mm -hmm. But his first comment was for Passion Lube natural water-based lubricant, 55-gallon drum. Oh, gosh. Okay. On the website in which he ordered it, it has four stars, 3,000 reviews. Jeez. Okay. A lot of lube. And his initial comment was almost too effective. <laughs> and he goes on to write, A UPS driver discreetly unloaded my 55-gallon drum. The discreetly. Driver accidentally, discreetly. Okay. The driver accidentally spilled it into my driveway. Oh, God. Any amount of cars can now fit into my garage. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, that, you think that's true? Um, I hope so. Oh my You God. think about how like slippery that's. Who needs fifty five gallons of lube? I don't know, but if you do, uh, I mean, God bless you. I mean, that's let what, me like, find you these need girls. For, like, a Travis Pastrana like stunt. You just dunk yourself like a dunk tank in the fifty five gallon bucket of lube, and you just double back. There's got to be like a real reason why you'd need that much lube. I can't imagine it's all just for what we think it is but there's got to be like a real reason why you need that much lubricant hold on let me but, look up uses for lube real quick besides as you go as, yeah i i don't know but for christ's sake that's a lot of lube <laughs> 10 Water, practical dude. alternative uses for lube all right other than sex all right here we go use it as shave gel for your shape for shaving your legs Present, prevent chafing on your inner thighs. Mm -hmm. Use it as a makeup remover. Running out of lip gloss? Happens to me all the time. Rub some on your lips. Chicken grease. <laughs> Chicken grease. Tame <laughs> your frizzy and tangled hair with lube. Okay, good to know. Help remove <laughs> price stickers from products easily. That's actually a good one to know. Make but us, are any of these like worth fifty-five gallons? 
make a stuck zipper work again. Use a shoe polisher. Use it to easily take off your ring stuck on your finger. Use it as an ice pack. Bro, if my mom pulls out a frozen thing of lube and puts that bitch on my kneecap after after I skid my knee on a bike from racing my friends when I'm nine years old, what what is my what is my mom doing, dude? I don't know, but I feel like I could honestly do all of those things just listed with like chicken grease. A gallon of lube. Yeah, chicken grease. Um, Lord. Yeah, I I don't know, but if you need it, good for you. The second one from your your friendly neighborhood Domino's. Where at? A good where friend at, where Nick. At? Uh, to remain nameless. Oh no no. Mainly because it doesn't say. Okay. It doesn't say. Okay. So our good friend Nick said uh, delivery time stated between 45 to 60 minutes, but it was delivered within 25 minutes. This was a bit of an inconvenience as I was balls deep in my wife at the time. <laughs> you hate to see it. You hate to see it. You hate to be inconvenienced by a premature pizza. <sighs> That's first of all problems to the max right there. Just fucking railing. That, maybe that guy got the lube. Just railing your pizza. Right. Right, so, you, so you guys have seen, obviously, air mattresses, right? You know how sometimes the top is like a darker shade and the sides are like white or they're like a light, lighter shade? Yep. Okay, so this this is what I'm talking about. The ice cream sandwich. Have you heard this review? No, but it looks exactly like an ice cream sandwich. So, this guy ordered one of these and gave it a one-star review. Okay. And stated, I ordered this when I was high because I thought it was a giant ice cream sandwich. <laughs> it's, not. it's a bed and not the $150 ice cream sandwich I wanted. Oh. A hundred fifty dollar ice cream sandwich sounds tremendous right now. I mean, just by reading the sheer dimensions, you gotta have an idea that that's not an ice cream. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, bro. Never in my vitamin time have I looked at something and be like, "That looks looks like a giant." Let me buy it. I mean, it's a good attempt on that guy's part because he probably felt like. The like he just won won the lottery. He's like, dude, this is the biggest ice cream sandwich I've ever seen, and this is going to hit the spot. <laughs> and then he opens up, and it's an air mattress. It's got a- so, I, under- I understand his frustration, but sheesh. Well, damn, that's funny. Let's finish this thing up with our Mad Lib for the night, boys. All right, Brandon, what's our what's our Mad Libs? All right, the title of this Mad Lib is What's for Dinner? All right, we're sticking with our snake draft order. Want a snake draft order? Yeah, let's Should I participate since I'm reading this one? Yeah, you're going to participate. Okay. All right. So first up we have Flora. I need a noun. Um, Let's go with palm trees. And then um, Tanner, this says person in the room, so you can choose really any person, male or female. Any person. Any, any person. person you want. Uh, Jimmy Buffett. All right. Wait, our Jimmy Buffett or the real Jimmy Buffett? 
our Jimmy Butler. Okay. All right, and then I have a verb. Try not to read the sentence too much. I'm trying to think of a verb, a good verb. Sucking. Okay. We're on a roll now, boys. All right, and so back to me. I have part of the body plural. Ladies. Okay, penises. Penis eye. All right, yes, and back plural, to penis eye. All right, we're going with Tanner. I need an adjective. Um, moist. Um, I think it's back to Flora. I need a noun. Um, cumrag. And another noun. Zebra cakes. Ooh, nice. That's a that is a one eighty bud. Back to Tanner, I need a plural noun. Plural noun. Um feet. What was that? Feet. Feet. More than one foot is a feet. Gotcha. Teeth. And then back to me. Uh, type of liquid. I'm gonna go lube. I could have seen that one coming. <laughs> Just, uh, I was gonna go with thick water. Oh god. <laughs> um. And so is it me again? Yeah. Uh, I need an adjective. Hmm. I'm trying to think of a good one here. Saucy. Ooh. And Tanner, I need a noun. I need a noun. Ooh. Um. Hmm. Let's keep it in the bullpen. Um. I'm gonna go. Uh, a chest protector. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Flora, I need a noun. Another damn noun. Um, big guy. Yeah, let's go with a Wii controller. <laughs> Super specific. <laughs> and I believe it's your turn again, Flora. I need another okay. noun. Damn. <laughs> let's go with an etch a sketch. Okay. I don't. I don't know what the hell's for dinner, but it's gonna be good. Sounds amazing. Um, I need a plural noun from you, Tanner. Plural noun. Um, whew. Ooh, that's a tough one. An AC unit. AC units. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, geese. Geese. <laughs> Canadian geese, yeah. to be specific. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> and then I have two, right? Okay, so now I need a person in the room that's a female. Hmm. Lisa Ann. I'll take it. I was going to say Bella Danger. Okay, even better. Same line of work. Same line of work, correct. And then... I need a noun. So, I'm going to go with Coochie. 
And to top it off, I think we have Tanner with the part of the body that is plural. Um, or a plural part of the body. I'm going to say elbows. <laughs> Elby. Okay. All right, that is, that is all we have. So are we ready for what's for dinner? What, I'm ready for what's for dinner. I'm starving. I'm hungry. I'm starving. It was Thanksgiving, and the scent of succulent roast palm trees wafted through my house. Jimmy Buffett, it's time for sucking, my mother called. I couldn't wait to get my penises on that moist Thanksgiving meal. My family sat around the dining room, sat around the dining room cum rag. The table was laid out with every kind of zebra cakes imaginable. There was a basket of hot buttered feet and glasses of sparkling lube. The saucy turkey sat steaming next to a tureen of chest protector gravy, a bowl of ruby red wee controller sauce, a sweet etch-a-sketch casserole, and a dish of mashed, mashed geese tempted my taste buds. But the dish I looked forward to most was Grandma Abella Danger's famous coochie pie. Oh! <laughs> That's a moist pie. Is, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, elbows down. Now, both down because you're ready to eat, baby. You got to put them bitches on the table. Maple, maple. Get into that coochie casserole. <laughs> I'm going straight for that coochie casserole. I'm not eating that. That's a sketch. No, no, no. We controller. I don't know, but the wide, the wider row of zebra cakes does sound tempting. All gathered chest- around the family, uh, family cum rag. <laughs> that chest protector gravy yeah. sounds delectable. You mm. just, you just, you just heat it up over a nice open flame. Let that gravy really sit in there, and then you strain it out from that chest protector. Get some real natural flavors in there. Ooh, tempting, tempting. I'm, I'm I don't know about it. you guys, but I am starving. That sounds delicious. I'm ready for some hot buttered feet to wash it down with a good old glass of sparkling lube. Just sound. I don't like know, but Jimmy Buffett's one lucky son of a bitch. I'll tell you that. He sounds like he's got a meal set for kings in front of him. <laughs> I mean, I'd do it. November's just around the corner, boys. Stay positive. Stay positive, yeah. Lisa Ann's coochie casseroles. <laughs> I can smell it. We'll get some coochie pie here soon, boys. Do you think she lets that rest on the windowsill, or do you think she takes it right out of the oven piping hot? Well, I'd say right out of the oven piping hot. There's no other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hotter, the better. Am I right, boys? You are correct, All right. But that has been another episode of the Bullpen Guys. Follow us on Twitter. Brayden, give us your plug. Plug your social medias. I am at bwilsey underscore 15 on everything. Spell it out. Spell it out. Excuse me. Corona free. How do you spell that? Had a frog. It was a B E E W I L L S Y underscore one five. And that's everything? That's everything. Instagram and Twitter. Tater, plug your social. Hey, if you want to hit me up on social, um, my email. Too damn bad. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a controversy. If we if we start popping off Tater's gonna have to. He's gonna have to join at least one of them. I would say it, you got to get Twitter. I'm gonna pitch him. Tater will be <laughs> on Twitter. I'll plug. I'll plug all my 
my house designs and cool throw pillows. But yeah, if you have a if you have a comment, complaint, concern, question, you can at the bullpen guys on I Twitter. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> at the bullpen guys on Twitter, give us a follow. We're now on Spotify, so give us a follow rate. And if you have any if you have any questions, just send, hit us up on a Twitter if you want to just throw in what you guys are talking about in the bullpen, just what you guys do in the bullpen. You know, hit us up on Twitter. Maybe you guys can come on talk about what you guys do in the bullpen. If you guys are another collegiate athlete that's a, a bullpen guy or maybe even a professional bullpen guy. So, uh, yeah, that's another one for the bullpen guys. Rest in peace to Mac Miller. Peace. Marathon continues. Rest in peace to Nip. Heroes live forever. Legends never die. We'll catch you on the flippy side. Stay gritty, boys. And ladies. Stay gritty.